0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. I'm the co host of this show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 104 Productivity Gadgets. Hey, Arden, do you think you sound different today to people or no?
1: I almost certainly sound <laughs> different. And I definitely look a little different to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Though we don't have Zoom or, or we don't have video open on the Zoom window. Yeah. Explain to people what's up.
1: I have COVID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us have gotten COVID yet.
1: No, we managed to go three whole years uh, without getting it. And we were wow. testing pretty vigilantly. So like, yeah. we had a pretty bad cold a few months ago and... um We both tested negative throughout that whole process and every little sniffle I tested, and I never tested positive. And then I went to a conference last weekend uh, out of town and I came back with COVID. So um, I'm isolating and you can't see me. This is the first episode we've ever recorded, not together.
0: I kind of like it. In a weird really? way. Yeah. That's
1: a little insulting.
0: But it's an audio product. So I, I, I can focus my full attention on how I sound, how you sound, uh, whether or not I'm interrupting you, if I'm talking to loud. Like there's more meta awareness for that uh, instead maybe. of the physical presence. And I, I think if we had like some video component, maybe the, the physical presence, there'd be some additive component there. But this way, it's just audio. Maybe I'm just antisocial.
1: I do like my office better, so this is that's a nice perk. But we
0: can't. It would be a a bit ridiculous if we were in the same house and recorded it from different rooms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: would. Yeah, I I don't know about that. Well, I think I speak for everybody listening to the podcast, same room or not. (laughs) Hopefully, you get better very, very soon. We're doing the, the isolating thing in the house. I don't know how that'll go. Uh, We'll see if I I get COVID or not, but I hope you feel a lot better very, very soon. And I will bring you lots of soup in the process.
1: Thanks, husband.
0: (laughs) So it, it took us a few years to get COVID, but we're not always late adopters for every new thing that comes along. I think that's uh, well represented in the frame of today's episode, productivity gadgets. Now, we were both, so I'm a bit of a, an Apple nerd, or as your dad says, an Apple weenie. Uh, and, you know, I like to follow the company. I've, I've been really into following Apple since um, since basically the iBook G4 back in the day. And so we were watching uh, the the keynote earlier today, And we thought, what if we do a podcast on productivity gadgets today? All these little things that honestly we might take for granted a little bit in your life, in my life. uh, We have a list. They're sorted by price from a little to a lot. (laughs) But I'm curious, what did you think of the, you know, this is coming out a day after the Apple headset announcement. What did you think of that thing? You texted me you wanted it.
1: I do. What? I think it's the first time. Yeah, it's so weird. I thought, so I was dead set against the idea of these headsets like months ago when this, the rumors started coming Headset out. Headset dead set. Um, I guess, yeah. yeah, but the whole idea of it just like really, really turned me off i I thought it was clunky and like would disconnect you from the real world. I'm still not convinced that second part isn't going to be true, and if that is the case, then i I think I would change my tune really quick. but mm. I do think that the the ability to kind of use your space differently and not just be staring at a glass square it's
0: is, now is a appealing. curved piece of glass.
1: yeah i do think the like movie thing everything they showed was very isolated right so everything was like an activity that you did without other people physically near you and it was like kind of like afterthought it's like oh but you'll still be able to see the people physically near you and i've thought if we were watching something together i feel like that would still feel a little lonely but other like for the productivity and we each had
0: one of those things on
1: yeah, but then like you might as well not be in the same room. Yeah. So yeah. I think the pro but the so that part I don't really care. I still think that's kind of not the thing that made me excited, but the productivity stuff, like working on a space that you can kind of dim your outside world, which that really appealed to me. Like the idea of being able to maybe work in an airplane lounge or like I say this having just come back from a conference and I was thinking about all the times I would have liked to be able to kind of just use my space a little differently and not just be limited to my laptop screen, which is small. Yeah. Um, and I like that idea. Like I actually, I was thinking about how I would have liked to use that differently. I also think the first thing that came to my mind when they were showing the 3D kind of graphics were, or like where you can visualize something in 3D space was that's just an amazing way to show data mm. where you've you've kind of jumped away from being only able to show things with like two dimensions to this like third dimensional component. And I think from a teaching angle, mm. that is so cool. So... I mean it's going to be a long time before you can assume that enough people have access to that but yeah. I mean the idea of learning how to do really good 3D data visualization is something that I'm already trying to think about oh. and this was like 2 hours ago yeah. so yeah.
0: Oh that's really really cool. Yeah the, the the whole idea like the more social computing they described it as I have a few notes here uh for the for for the podcast from the event. Um they they described it as looking Um, The first Apple thing, I forget the exact way they phrased it, but the first Apple thing you look through and not at. Um, And I really like that, but the screen that they have, when it kind of, it, it has a camera that points at your eyes from inside of the device and it shows that on the front of the device. So it's not a transparency mode per se where somebody can look you in the eyes. They're looking more at a projection of your eyes. To me, it kind of, and I know this is the very first Device, so you have to cut it a lot of slack. It's uh, thirty-five hundred dollars. Uh, the amount of people that will buy this thing is probably less than a million. Um, and, oh yes, and Apple it's is very—it's the richest company in the world. So it's a very—it's um, a negligible number of units for this first device. But you can kind of see the trajectory they're on. Th- that projection oh, yeah. looked kind of uncanny valley to me. I don't know if you got that that vibe from the it The projection
1: too? of the person?
0: Yeah. The person's eyes when oh, you're yeah. looking at that the thing. Fi- yeah. It was weird. That part
1: looked so bad. Yeah. yeah. At like the end of the commercial. For those of you who aren't, like, aren't up to speed, didn't watch the Apple keynote, mm. which is probably most people. Um, Apple announced, I guess the day before this comes out, um, their new augmented reality headset. And we won't go, we won't spend this whole episode talking no, about it, but no. it kind of inspired the topic for the day
0: yeah.
1: um, and the, it, the the headset looks really cool and has some cool features is ridiculously expensive. So when yeah. I say I want one, it's mostly like if I had endless resources, it would be fun, but that doesn't seem realistic so.
0: yeah for thirty five hundred dollars. But, but this idea of yeah, spatial spatial computing is really, really interesting. Um, even if that eye thing is a bit weird at this point, the fact that it, you can integrate with your uh, mouse, your keyboard, your trackpad, and use this as sort of your, your computer screen is really cool. Um, and it's nice that audio is built in, How that's and it maps to the features of your room. But a lot of interesting announcements uh, if you're in that Apple ecosystem as well for iOS. We talk about journaling a lot on the podcast. Uh, there's a new journaling app, new PDF features on the iPad, Um, uh, For the Mac, there's a presenter display, new mental health features on the Apple Watch. So some goodies for you if if you're in that Apple ecosystem. Yeah. But other gadgets.
1: Other gadgets.
0: So we've got a list in front of us, cheap to very expensive. The idea is these are the productivity gadgets. Most of them have a bit of technology embedded in them or relate to technology in some way for the whole gadget idea. But the idea is these are things that are great, that help us become more productive. They help us save time. They help us do things more efficiently. They take away uh, friction points. They just make things easier,
1: Yeah. And I think when you suggested this idea, I was just coming back from a conference and when you pack up for like a a week, uh, you pack up your whole life and we just moved too. So (laughs) I packed up the already packed up subset of stuff that I had available and I feel like I'm very aware of the things that like make my life easier or the things that I'm now, they're stuck in a box somewhere and I miss because they did make my life easier and now i don't have them so it was a good timing for this where i realized which things were really helpful for my productivity and which little gadgets exist that i'm very grateful for
0: Oh, i love it the cheapest one yeah. on the list uh it looks like this there's a a, item. a range you, you well, have yeah, here.
1: because it's extra cables because and i know this is it's not really a gadget but it's something that allows all of your other gadgets to work and if you've ever been traveling and you only pack one cable between two people or something, you know that it's just such a pain when you don't have the cable that you need when you need it. And they're so cheap. like You can get a good phone charger cable, and I know you are a little picky about cables, but for the typical (laughs) person, you can easily get a cable that's functional and works and does the job for... Ten bucks easily, Um, maybe for twenty bucks if you're charging something specialized like an Apple Watch or some other kind of device. But if you're just getting a micro USB or USB C or Lightning or whatever other cable, they're so cheap. And if you just put them in little places all over your house or your workspace or your car, they just make everything so much easier because you're not you're not going to run into being out of power. And this is something that I just I always forget to like charge my phone overnight. So having chargers everywhere for all of my devices is so handy because mm. it means that I don't have to go hunting for whatever cable I'm looking for. And they always tend to get misplaced unless you have them in a fixed place all the time. So I think extra cables, they're so cheap and they just make your quality of life so much better.
0: Oh, I love it. So convenient. This is why there's yeah. cables hanging out of every outlet of our, of our new home.
1: Not every outlet, but definitely every room.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely every room. That's that's for sure. Um, my my first pick. It's twenty nine dollars. These are all uh, U.S. currency naturally. Um, it, it's the world, it's very similar to extra cables everywhere. It's the world adapter kit. Um, and you know, we talked about the Apple keynote off the top. We're very much in that ecosystem. We've seen the stats for the podcast. Um, it's split down the middle, uh, for, iOS folks and folks on other platforms. Uh, but the World Adapter Kit for Apple stuff, if you're in that world, uh, it's 29 bucks. It has seven AC plugs that you can plug into the end of your Apple Power Adapter for when you travel internationally. And so it's affordable. It lasts forever. I think I bought this over a decade ago at this point. And what this does is it lets your main computer be your main charging hub, assuming you have enough ports. So you you have a recent Apple device because they got rid of ports for quite a while. There was a, it was a desert of ports at that point. Uh, but essentially, you can make that your main charging hub for all your electronics, and you just plug it into the wall. And it's so, so you don't have to juggle this uh, big clunky travel adapter where there's all kinds of pipe cleaners, not popsicle sticks, knobs, and tubes that you have to figure out some Rube Goldberg contraption. You don't no no. You just plug it in and then it works. Uh, so the World Travel travel Adapter Kit, if you're in that walled garden, uh, highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. And you travel. It sounds like you've been burned by some uh, travel adapters. Some of them are garbage. Yeah, these things are great.
0: Yeah. You know, like yeah, when, you, some of them are- when you pop the switch out and it's plastic and then it's like, what's this plastic thing doing? It's not conducting it. It's just holding it in place and then that snaps. There's some bad, <laughs> there, there's some bad ones out there. All right. Yeah. Next up. Brant over. The time Yes.
1: I'm going to take this one because okay. I love it. I, I it, adopted though. it though.
0: I put it in the note first though.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't have put it in the note if it wasn't for me. Yeah. So and, and you're sick. going to so, credit for this uh, one. And,
0: and you're sick. I have to give this one to you. <laughs>
1: Sick points. All right. Yeah. So the time dealer, um, we've talked about this before, but it's basically a tiny, you put decahedron, but yeah. I'm pretty sure deca means 10 and there are only eight sides. So I'm pretty sure it's an octahedron, but um, it's an octahedron that tracks whatever activity is on the face up. So you put little stickers to kind of indicate different sides and it tracks your time. I know now it also has a bunch of features like budgeting and stuff. I don't use it for that. But if you work in a team or if you do like client billable work, it's also good for that where you can track your time to specific clients or projects. Um, I use it entirely to just track my time and see how much time I'm spending on different activities and different projects. Um, I also find it helpful to kind of set goals, which you can do. and So you can say, I want to spend X number of hours working on research, for example. And so um, I find that super helpful because I think it's just, it builds a little of accountability, which we've talked about before as being really helpful. So at the end of the week, if I notice my hours are a little low or maybe they're a little high, um, higher than usual, I can kind of adjust or calibrate to see what went well or what didn't go well that week, mm. or um, where I was spending my time. Um, and I find it just—it's just so easy to use. It very naturally fell into my habits, and I just love this thing. It does yeah. cost seven fifty a month, so there is that
0: seven dollars. Um, but and, the de- yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, $7.50. <laughs> <cents.
0: laughs> no, no, imagine it costs $750 a month.
1: Oh my goodness, no. Nobody would buy this no, thing. No.
0: Um,
1: well, the willingness to pay would be very low. Well, or Most people's willingness to pay for this thing is very low. And mine is about 750 a month where I think yeah. I get just that much utility out of, um, learning how I spend my time and and being able to track and make goals and stuff. Like that. it's also been kind of fun to see how I spent my whole year as my first year Mm. as a faculty member. That's been pretty cool.
0: What did you learn from that?
1: Um, teaching took up a lot of time, which everybody tells you, like they say, Oh, first year teaching is going to take up a lot of your time. I think I got better at compartmentalizing it in second term where I was much better at carving out time for research and, and coding and like analytical work as well. So hmm. I think I learned that this year it was a big learning curve.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I, I, and yeah. I don't know what you're saying, decahedron. It says octahedron in, in the note. It's even bolded.
1: You, you canceled that. I saw you do it in real time. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> thanks, Apple Notes. <laughs> okay, so that is seventy dollars plus seven fifty a month. Uh, so I guess it yes. depends how long you have it for, where it falls on this list. But uh, we we both we both love the Timeular and use it all day. It's basically the only thing that made time tracking stick for me. And um, yeah, love the thing. Nice. My next thing is it's eighty two ninety nine is the official price. Uh, you don't come across many devices that sell for eighty two ninety nine, dollars uh, But it's the, of course, it's the Acara FP2, Arden. Everybody's favorite.
1: I don't know what this is. This feels a bit like the 1080p thing where I like didn't know what those combination of sounds was until you spelled it out in, in oh, writing yes. one day.
0: For, I don't know if we've told this story on the podcast before, but Arden thought it was... Ten and then the letters A D P, like the payment company, um, instead of ten eighty P for Progressive, but that's beside the point. Uh, for eighty 83- three, I still
1: don't functionally know what it means, but that's okay. Eighty three dollars for this Acura FP two. What does it do?
0: Okay, so by the way, it's it be, because there used to be one thousand and eighty lines on a TV that CRT monitors drew one at a time, and progressive meant Every single line refreshed with the refresh rate of the screen, whereas 1080i, which used to be a thing for a while, meant it was interlaced. And so every second line came on with every second hertz refresh rate, which cre- created a simulated movement.
1: Interesting.
0: Is it? I don't think anybody's listening. But sure. uh, Akara FP2 is a millimeter wave motion sensor. And so if you're into smart home things, as we are getting more into in our new home, even though we're living amongst boxes at the same time that we live amongst these boxes, we also live in a smart home. So there's a lot of motion sensors on on the market that will tell you whether somebody went past it. But a millimeter wave, it uses millimeter wave technology to look at the smallest movements. And so you could be perfectly still in a room with a motion sensor, and it'll say nobody's in the room because you're perfectly still, you're behind a chair, something like that. Uh, With millimeter wave, the technology can detect little, little micro movements and, and motions that we all do throughout the day. So even if you're standing perfectly still, it'll know you're there. Uh, and what this sensor allows you to do is it allows you to map a room and automate certain actions, certain automations, uh, to turn on when you're in a certain part of that room. And so where I'm thinking of this, you know, I'm still kind of playing around with different options. The device is a bit of buggy. It, it It is a bit buggy. It does take a little bit of uh, tinkering at, at the start. But where I'm thinking of this, is it just opens up a whole world of uh, home. Home office automation possibilities too. It it can turn on a lamp if you're sitting at your desk after hours, after sunset. Uh, Maybe you get to your meditation cushion and so it dims the lights and closes the curtains. Um, Maybe you're reading a book uh, in your favorite chair in the living room and so it can detect when you're in that zone of the room and turn on a lamp or uh, or turn on a fan for an example if the temperature is past a certain uh, level. And so it it essentially provides any automations that you have around the home, regardless of what ecosystem you're in, with valuable, valuable data of where you are at any given point in time. And because it's more reliable than a tradition, traditional motion sensor... Uh, you can set up automations depending on where you are, not only in your home, but in a specific room. So $83, the Acara FP2, A-Q-A-R-A. It'll be in the show notes. Um, take some tinkering. It's a bit buggy, but really, really fascinating new technology for any home automations that you might have.
1: I can't wait to see what you do with this.
0: Yeah, I- I'm excited too because... Really, it's the kind of device where anything you can dream up, uh, you you can make a reality, which is, uh, it, it's real. It's pretty cool. Anyway, next one. Nine, have you used this thing? By the way, I think you've borrowed this. Next item.
1: This is the presentation clicker, right? Yeah, the one the, I always take. The nice one. Yeah, yeah. I take this all the time. <laughs> so, I should probably just buy my own. But yeah. we've never had two talks at the same time, so it's never mattered. And I, I actually forgot it this week for the conference I was just at. And the whole conference, which was the Canadian Econ Association Conference, which yeah. is a, all of the economists in Canada. Oh, no. So there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there. Um, and dozens of <laughs> sessions at the same time. And the whole conference had one clicker. What? <laughs> so they were like bringing the same clicker from room to room for different sessions for like the keynotes. What? Which... I couldn't believe that when I found out. So, um, yeah, I was really missing your clicker this weekend, actually.
0: (laughs) It sounds like the whole conference was. You'd think for, for a conference of economists, it would run a bit more efficiently.
1: Well, it does run officially, but this was like, I, I feel like this was an accident. It was a okay. venue thing, not a not a CEA uh, thing. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Been there before. So yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, uh, I, I do quite a bit of speaking for work. Uh, I don't know how many talks on average a month. Uh, and I have tried a lot of presentation clickers. Um, I have, Tried the crappiest ones that you could possibly think of provided by the venue. I have tried the highest end ones that could, uh, that had a range where there was a repeater and then the receiver at the far end of a, a big auditorium. I've tried them all and everything in between. And this is the one that I've settled on. It's the most reliable, beautiful, uh, functional one that there is. It's called the Logitech Spotlight Clicker. Uh, it has a rechargeable battery built in, uh, with USB-C. Uh, you can hear the the applause, uh, USB-C, a great battery life. I, I charge this because I'm worried about the possibility that it might die. I have never seen this clicker die. Uh, and yeah. I don't know what that says, but the battery <laughs> life is fantastic. Um, it ha- it vibrates, too. So it, you can have a timer uh, that'll huh. vibrate your clicker when you have five minutes left, when you have one minute left. Um, the highlight feature, there's a lot of really, really bad laser pointers out there. Um, just like... Uh, like uh, like a like a room of five hundred people can follow a tiny little red dot on a screen. um the highlight yes. feature is actually good. You can say goodbye to your terrible laser pointer um it basically magnifies a portion of the screen. There's a little companion app to get, and it's ninety nine dollars so if you do a lot of presentations, money well spent, in my opinion yep, it's great. I can confirm. Logitech I didn't know about Spot
1: the timer point. thing. I'm going to try that now.
0: Yeah, you need the companion app, which is another reason that you should probably pony up and get one of your own. Um, and now that we've talked about it on the pod, you can expense it. Oh. And and on that note, <laughs> we should talk about the the new Tesla uh, Model. No, I don't know what they're.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to learn how to drive again.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Seriously. <laughs> this next one. Okay. This next pick of yours is controversial. Because there are some people that will say, this doesn't even charge your phone. This doesn't even provide a full like uh, uh, charge for a, a dead device. Why would you recommend it? But, And I heard those, and I bought this thing anyway alongside you. We both bought one. And I, I love this thing, and I'm very happy you picked it.
1: So this is the MagSafe battery pack. Again, this is an Apple thing. And I I apologize to people who aren't in the Apple world. All of Chris's recommendations are actually not in the Apple world. I guess I'm just very locked into this little ecosystem. And I think for this particular... I,
0: I wanted to get the Apple stuff out of the way at the very beginning. So, so I could like, that was my outlet to talk about things that everybody could buy. <laughs> but a lot of people have I iPhones. Know, but, this, yeah. but this
1: MagSafe thing, like the battery pack, and I'm sure there are equivalents in other ecosystems, but like the the MagSafe is really nice because it, it sticks to the back of my phone and it charges it. And yeah, you're totally right. It's not going to bring it to a hundred percent, but it will bring it to about 70 mm-hmm. and it will bring it from dead, which is yeah. my whole purpose for having this thing because <laughs> As I've mentioned before, I frequently, and I'm not like by frequently, I mean probably every other day, forget to charge my phone overnight. Um, And that often means that my phone just dies. All the time. And this was a bigger issue when it's always a bigger issue in the winter where it's freezing here in Canada. And so our batteries die every two seconds, but it's, it's still an issue even in the spring. And it was becoming a problem where like when I was going out with my friends and my phone would die and I needed to call an Uber back when we lived in Kingston and it was we weren't in a super walkable area. Um, I like had to get my friends to call me a cab home, and this happened a couple of times. Mm. And you, you actually bought me this because you were frustrated that I didn't have a way home, <laughs> and you were wor- and cons- you were worried more, about more me.
0: concerned than frustrated. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean. Yeah, this thing is really, really nice just because it gives you a little peace of mind if you know your phone might die or if you're like me and are a little haphazard with when you charge your phone. Um, This just gets you a little bit of charge so you can call an Uber or do whatever you have to do to get home or just kind of go through the rest of your day. Um, and I love this thing. I, I actually, I, and it, I mean, I know people who would say like, well, if you can't remember how to plug in your phone, how would you remember to bring this thing?
0: How do you know how to get home even?
1: Yeah. My response is, well, I don't know. This thing is always in my purse. Like that's the, the habit I have is to, as soon as it dies, I charge it and then I put it right back in my purse. Yeah. Um. So I've never actually run into the problem where I didn't have this thing. Um. So I guess I haven't, ha- I haven't run into that, but I love this thing. And
0: you're an egghead professor now. So you have to be absent-minded and... And, you know, forget to charge your phone and things like that. Right? Is that how it works?
1: <laughs> am I allowed? Am I allowed to lean into the absent-minded professor trope before I get tenure? I don't think I am. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Okay. After tenure, you become abs- absent-minded. Is that how it works?
1: Hopefully not. Okay. I'd like to stay like really sharp. I've actually only had like a couple of professors I would say were truly absent-minded. I think. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want that to be the goal. <laughs> that's funny.
0: <laughs> no, it's a good pick. I'm I'm happy. And you forgot to mention the price. The price makes me like Oh yeah. Oh.
1: Okay, but this was Canadian. I, I thought sorry, I was thinking oh. Canadian dollars. So, it's $119 Canadian.
0: Well, what's that in probably, in real American dollars?
1: It's $99 US that's or nuts. 120 Canadian.
0: Oh, that's not. Yeah,
1: so it is a lot of money. Um, but it is super handy and it can give you peace of mind to make sure you can get home.
0: Yeah, and your spouse peace of mind.
1: All right, next up, this is you.
0: Yes, yes, it is. Of course, the Sonos Rome portable speaker. It's a one hundred and forty nine dollars. Um, and so there are a few brands out there, um, and maybe I'll maybe I'll do these two together, um, th- this pick and the next pick, which is about a hundred and eighty dollars. Um, there are a few brands out there where. I have confidence in what they make uh, to such a high level that I only need to do a very, very cursory look of the reviews to make sure that it's just not a bad product. And if it's true to their other products, I will enjoy it. And Sonos is one of those brands where if Sonos comes out with something, they, of course, make the Sonos family of speakers, uh, I, I will buy it. Very confidently, knowing that it will be reliable, it will be well designed, and it will just work. I think this is one of the things that uh, leads me to love Apple stuff so much, but Sonos is very much in that same spirit. So this is a portable speaker. I, I've... so portable speakers and clickers are very, very similar in my eyes where I travel a lot and I always bring both of those. And I've had a lot of portable speakers over the years from the boom to uh, a couple of Bose options, but this is my all time favorite. So the Sonos Rome speaker, it's $149. It has Bluetooth but it also has airplay if you're in that ecosystem as well. So the speaker is actually useful when you're at home and playing multi-room audio. Uh, The sound is amazing. It has wireless charging built in. It hooks into that Sonos ecosystem if you're already there. We live in a world of of ecosystems now, and this is quite compatible with it all. Um, There's a voice assistant built into it. Um, It's just great to have around the house. I actually keep it in in the shower because it's shower proof, it's drop proof. Um, the price is usually on sale. That's where the 149 comes from. And it sounds amazing for the size and the price. Um, and the other brand, I just want to mention this very quickly before we get to the final pick, which is uh, the highest amount of money is, as far as a gadget. Can be concerned uh, is the Elgato Key Light, or basically anything by Elgato, uh, like the the Cam Link. So these are two devices. If you have a setup at home for uh, good-looking video calls, so you have a nice camera hooked up uh, to your computer, uh, Elgato makes this wonderful key light where you can adjust the the brightness, the color temperature of it from your computer, and so the light will adjust behind it. It, it, it connects to Wi-fi it's seamless it's reliable uh, and fantastic and the other quick elgato pick uh, for a productivity gadget if you 're in this world where you do a lot of virtual presentations for an example you want to look good and professional the cam link 4k you can hook it right into the HDMI port on your good fancy DSLR or mirrorless camera and away you go, and uh, you can just use that as your webcam. So two great picks if you have a, a professional video setup at home. The Keylight, $180. The uh, Cam Link 4K, $99. But the big kahuna, the little kahuna before that, the Sonos Roam portable speaker at $149. Uh, true, Truly one of my favorite devices of all time uh, for going out on the road, listening to podcasts, listening to music, um, just making good use of time when traveling.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes give you a bit of a hard time for being an audio snob because um, I feel like you just have your like expectations for good audio setups are higher than the typical person. Like when... When you put give, give new headphones to me, you're like, "Oh my gosh, do you hear this difference?" And I never do. So, oh. <laughs> and I have been playing instruments my whole life. Like I have a musical ear yeah. and like a very audio tuned ear. And I just like I don't hear the things that you do. But I do love the Sonos Room because it's like pretty affordable.
0: Yeah,
1: like not super cheap, but it's obviously at a an, uh, it's a really really good quality. And so when we go out or when we're traveling. I have gotten so used to having access to playing good music when Mm -hmm. we're at a hotel or when we're traveling. And I just love that. It just makes you feel a little bit more at home to have... Like sound I yeah. think is, is just very comforting
0: well that, that's our big kind of uh, home investment I'd say is the the speakers throughout the house so some people have fancy cars some people have fancy other things. Our, our thing is speakers we have speakers all throughout e- even the bathroom we have speakers um, and, and that's yeah. that's our thing we, we like listening to jazz we like listening to well the that new um, oh what, what are they called one direction? No, Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. <laughs> they're, they're the same in, in my eyes, the Jonas Brothers in One Direction. Um, Oof, a I, lot
1: of people would just be I, offended. I, but, I do
0: not know the yeah. difference between, between these two groups, but they both make very... Well, vif- I'll have
1: to show you on all of our good speakers after this. And I mean, the cool thing, I think you're totally right. Cause the first thing we unpacked in our living room was our big sound yeah.
0: like
1: We're very audio focused in this household. Yeah. We like good music and it, we like to have access to music wherever we go.
0: And the Sonos Roam, bring it wherever you want uh, to go. The Sonos Move is a good, uh, bigger cousin of it, I'd say. All right. Do you want to get this last one? You don't like this one as much as I do.
1: I had a bad experience with this one (laughs) and I don't think it fits my workflow. So those two things combined have not made me the biggest fan, but I will fully appreciate just how many people love this thing. Like they get one and they love it and they use it constantly. I just don't have any of the type of work that would be useful for it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or seems to fit it. Yeah. And that's totally understandable. I'm guessing you you use your iPad more than... I use yeah. mine, right? Um, and so the Apple Pencil is a very good kind of substitute if you have an iPad for for a device like this. But it is the Remarkable, uh, the e-ink tablet. So I, I debated putting this one on the list because I don't know what the cutoff is for a gadget. And a lot of these are already on... I don't I don't know if you could say the high-end. I mean, it all depends what your budget is, but a lot of these are on the high-end as, as far as gadgets are concerned. Uh, so I debated putting this on here because it's so expensive. It's $299 plus the marker, which is 79 to $129, plus the case, which is 79 to $169, plus a monthly subscription, which is $5 to $8, or you can sell your soul to the company I heard and not have to pay anything. That's just a rumor for the next version. Of the remarkable, it's ridiculous, honestly, to have that monthly subscription. Uh, Don't don't get me. I I won't get started on monthly subscriptions. And it's just to be
1: able to like add files.
0: Yeah, it's for cloud syncing. And so you know, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, like pick a model. Pick a business model, either like charge a crazy amount for the device and include the cloud syncing for free or have a a crazy high uh, monthly subscription amount, Uh, maybe include pencil tips because those need to be replaced as well and make the device a bit more accessible for a broader market. Um, Like that's just kind of how I think they're kind of going like in my opinion, when you go both business models you're getting a bit greedy. You're getting a bit miserly as as Apple has done uh, lately. So I question putting this on the list, but I think it's, a device that will add enough value to enough people that it's most definitely worth including. So it's an e-ink tablet that feels analog. It feels like you're you're using paper because it's slow in a in a really good way. And uh, I love using this device to brainstorm. I, I read journal articles. I sign PDFs. If I need to sign a contract or something, I'll use the Remarkable app on the computer, drag the file over to there, so I can enjoy signing it and doing my uh, other. Paperwork on this device because it feels like it's I'm doing things the analog way. So, 300 bucks plus marker plus case plus subscription. It's a lot of money, and it may only be worth it for you if you can treat it as a business business expense as I uh, as I can, fortunately. But uh, worth including as the final gadget.
1: All right. I mean. Yeah, I think you were a little hard on it for the price, but yeah, you're totally right that it is really useful if you like having a lot of written workflows but don't want a lot of paper. So it's perfect for that. I don't use it because I like color, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I I mean... I suppose as compared to an iPad, you know, an iPad is more money for the iPad and the case and the, and the pen. And there's a whole whack of subscriptions that are associated with it. So, you know, I don't think...
1: But you can get an iPad usually on a used market Mm. for way cheaper. Yeah. So if you go on like Facebook marketplace, you can get an iPad in really good shape for like half the price. And it has color, Um, as you said. And It has color. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I use my iPad all the time now that I have the pencil.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Yeah. So some gadgets for you.
1: Yeah, for your mid-year Christmas shopping. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for for your uh, treat yourself day, as they have on, on Parks and Rec. Um, I oh, think, yeah. <laughs> I think if I had to pick like two or three, I'd pick the Timeler, the uh, Sonos Roam, the Spotlight... Uh, it's hard, it's hard to pick between them, but there's some good cables, ones on those... Cables <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you would just be drowning in a sea of cables if you had your way, right? Like, it... yeah,
1: I never, I hate looking for a cable. It's just the worst. And I grumble about it so much. So I, I, I love <laughs> cables everywhere.
0: You know, those old door frames where people used to hang beads from the top of the door frame, you should just <laughs> hang cables to go into your office.
1: Oh, that's very endearing. Yes. I can't tell if it's just COVID or if I actually think that's funny, but I I got it. It gave me a good laugh.
0: Well, on time and attention, you you don't often know the difference. (laughs) Well, good stuff. Hopefully uh, you all found... Uh, something in that list. Uh, Hopefully we didn't cost people too much money, but there will be links to all of this in the show notes. I'll have an Amazon link to a lot of the things. If you want to use those links, support the show, you don't, you don't have to. I'll link to the website too, in case, because, you know, tricking people into clicking on Amazon things is a bit weird sometimes. I'll I'll have the proper website link to all of these things uh, in the show notes as well. But things we love, things we use every day to help us become a bit more efficient, a bit more productive. So timeandattention.fm that's where you can find the show notes and all of the episodes of the podcast uh, there on that website. We hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, feel better, wifey. Thank you. And uh, sorry,
1: everybody, for my sick voice today. Uh, but hope I am in shipshape next time.
0: Yeah, but it's good to be back, isn't it? You know. We, yeah. we had the Italy trip. We had the move. We're still living in boxes. You have this COVID.
1: Month you would, this month has been a year. This month has been a year. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It has, but it's good to be I, back. This was baby. supposed
1: to be my day off, and I got COVID. And then we remember, wait,
0: <laughs> so, we have to do a pod.
1: So day off, off to a good start. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if you can, if you can do a podcast today, you, you can do a podcast any day.
1: Sure. We'll let the audience be the judge of that.
0: And the different rooms. Maybe it's a lot better. (laughs) But probably not. Who knows? Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye.